Hey everyone, this is Heath Cummings from Live This Life. I want to thank you for stopping by to check out some of our earlier episodes of the show. Before you let these early test episodes make or break your opinion on the podcast, please check out some of our more recent episodes. This was a conceptual project from the start that we really weren't planning on going more than a handful of episodes, but it's caught on and we really gained a lot of momentum in recent months. We hope you get something valuable from the experience, and if you do, please subscribe, share with family and friends, check out our social media links, and you can also listen to full episodes now on our YouTube channel. Thanks again for checking out the show. I'm so eternally grateful that you are giving us some space in your day for our content. I hope you enjoy. Keep living. Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who want to learn how to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? Welcome everyone to another episode of the Live This Life podcast. I hope everyone's had an amazing week or weekend whenever you're listening to this. I'm recording this on a Sunday and it's been an amazing sort of week that we just wrapped up. We just came back from uh, a trip with some of our friends out to Salem, Massachusetts. Right now I'm recording this and it's late October so it's Halloween season and that is the place to be when you're doing stuff Halloween. But we've had a couple of amazing weeks where we're just kind of like embracing everything that fall has to offer here in the Northeast. We live in Massachusetts, so we've got just an overabundance of things to do this time of year. And that's kind of where I wanted to go with this episode because it really inspired me to talk about one of the biggest aspects of my life that's changed in the last year or so that's made me have a much more positive outlook to life. And it's the biggest piece of advice that I got from one of my mentors that helped me shift everything in my life that has resulted in this like cascade of, of positivity and great things that have come into my life since I've looked at it from this whole new perspective. You know, I used to be the type of person, I actually still am, I mean, I am, I am the type of person who loves hot weather. I love when it's sunny out. Summertime is my absolute favorite time of year. We're always outside. I'm always in the sun. By the end of the summer, my skin shade has gone like 10 times darker. Uh, I absolutely love being outside. And when summer's over, it's a huge bummer. I mean, usually we are on vacation a huge chunk of the summer. We manage to split up all of our vacation time and, and we absolutely love Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And we go, we were out there this year for, I think, three solid weeks. We spread it out through the whole summer. 
And of course, when you get done, when you, you're done living that vacation life, everybody gets that vacation blues. You get back and it's like real life doesn't compare. And, you know, that even happens after summer's over. It's like that warm weather starts to fade. Your, your tan starts to fade. Your bank account's probably empty like ours is. No, I'm just kidding. But the, uh, you know, the, things start to get cold. Leaves fall off the trees. And, you know, it always be like down already this time of year. But ever since I've really changed my perspective on things in life, I've, I've come to look at it from the perspective of just love whatever comes up, you know, come what may and whatever it is, absolutely love it. Try to find something in whatever it is that comes up that you can love so you can appreciate it. And, you know, every minute of life is enjoyable, even the, the pains and the sorrows. I've been through a lot of pains. I mean, I've, I've talked a lot about that on the podcast already. I've been through a lot of things. So, Anything that doesn't equal those things to me is, you know, never as bad as the stuff I've been through. And uh, it's sometimes too easy to look at the good things that you miss or maybe some things that you don't have. But it's even easier to appreciate everything that you do have. Most of us who live in this modern world, especially us in the United States, we are so absolutely spoiled compared to the rest of the world. It's it's amazing when you think of how much stuff we have that we take for granted. Running water, electricity. I mean, uh, I've got like five different pieces of technology sitting in front of me right now that most people have never even seen in other parts of the world. When the seasons change like this, it helps you be a little bit more appreciative of of the things that you do have in your life that you you maybe sometimes take for granted. You know, I take for granted that we live in the Northeast, that we have apple picking season and we have all these fall events, fall festivals. You know, we have things like Salem. I mean, you know, Salem is like the the Halloween capital of the world. You know, it's, if you're not familiar with it, it's a place where these witch trials happened hundreds of years ago. They, they went through this paranoia where they were calling everybody a witch and it was a real tragic time in, in kind of the old, old country, the old, old history of the uh, the state but it's a great historical town and and pretty much everybody descends on this really old town all the cemeteries that are there and they do a ton of haunted houses and all these fall activities and stuff i mean there was thousands of people at this place and we went with some friends who had never been there and we all had a blast it was you know being in huge crowds isn't always the the number one choice for me. I don't really particularly like crowds, but still I embraced everything that it was. We had to stand in long lines just to go and see a historic site and um, go to haunted houses, but still it was all just enjoyable. You know, you have to get out there and find things that help you make it through certain seasons if that's how you have to look at it. I mean, winter is probably the toughest thing for me. I mean, out here in the Northeast, we get bombarded with the snow sometimes and it's tough to look at that season with some sort of an optimism. It's hard to look at that season and enjoy it as much as you would, you know, a hot summer day in Cape Cod on the beach. But in all reality, you have the holidays, you have a time where you can spend just a little bit more time inside, enjoy the people around you in your home and your place and, and maybe do a few things that can help you slow life down. Cause I know most of us have such busy lives that we, we don't ever take the time just to slow down. And and I'm I know I'm going to take this winter to do a lot of indoor projects. I'm going to do a lot more work on the um, on the podcast and a lot of my other coaching things that I want to do and set up a lot of things for the future. So, I mean, I am always a busy person and I'm going to appreciate this this winter. I've already appreciated this fall 
And we've done so many things already that I, I can feel pretty accomplished with this current season right now. I think I'm, I'm kind of ready for fall to be over and I can head into those winter months. And before I know it, this, this it's going to be springtime again. And we're back into that, that new cycle of everything that's going to happen with the new year next year. And that leads me to what I had mentioned a minute ago about come what may. You know, things are going to pop up in life. And I actually, I check in with my a psychiatrist that I went to go and see when I went through a lot of PTSD stuff. And I'm not completely over a lot of the things that happened to me, but I'm, I've got a really good grasp on it. I mean, it's been quite a few years now, and I've made some very conscious efforts and, and made a great effort to, to really get over those things instead of dragging it out like a band, pulling the Band-Aid off slow. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to drag it out like a lot of people do. I kind of hit that whole problem hard and heavy. And because of that, I feel like I've, I've come over the hump pretty well on some of those things, but I still check in with them from time to time. I still go there just even if there's nothing going on and check in. And one of the things that he said to me that actually bothered me for the first time was, you know, you have to be ready for some of the, the bad things that might pop up and, you know, everything's going good for you right now. You know, I checked in with him when times were good. So, uh, I I go to him and, and tell him everything that's going on. And he says, great. So what are you going to do when things aren't good? I told him I didn't know. I mean, I really haven't thought about it because I don't want to bring that into my life. As I've talked about before, what, you're, what you focus on, what your perception is of life, that's what's going to come up. Where your attention goes, energy flows. So I told him, I, I really not thinking about that. You know, whatever comes up, I'll deal with it. But my mindset now is come what may. I'm just going to love it. Whatever it is, I'm going to, to make it through. I've made it through things before, and I'll make it through whatever comes up. And his response was really like, yeah, but you should prepare for the, for the bad stuff in case it does come up so that it doesn't hit you by surprise. And I didn't, I didn't really like that approach. I didn't like that answer. I thought that it was, it was kind of like welcoming those things. I, you know, when you focus on them, that's what you're going to give your, your energy to. So... I stuck with the standpoint that whatever comes up, come what may, I will deal with what it is and I'm going to be fine through it. Whatever it is, I'm sure that I'll, I'll be fine through whatever, you know, the, the ebbs and flows that come up. I'm, right now I'm in the flow and when the ebb comes up, I'm sure I'll be ready for it, whatever it is. And this goes back to the advice that I, I got from a friend of mine. You need to just love where you are, love where you're at, no matter what it is, no matter what you're going through, no matter how you feel, whatever comes up in your life, you just need to love what that is. You just need to take it all in and not have resistance against whatever it is that you're dealing with. And when you do that, your life will change. You won't focus on the things that could be or the things that should be or the things that could have been in your past. You won't focus on the past and the, and the, the future. You'll focus more on the present. And that's one of the, the biggest pieces of advice that I've ever gotten in my life was to just focus so much more on the present. And I'll, I'm going to do another episode coming up soon about some spiritual snobbery because I've come across a lot of people lately who have so many different points of view on consciousness and you know spiritual awakening and all these different concepts and all these things that I'm talking about about really enjoying your life and they get pretty deep into a lot of different stuff and I've heard some great stuff we're going to be reading the the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle on the podcast we're going to go chapter by chapter because I thought that was one of the best books that I've ever come across 
And I've actually heard someone lately call that book a bunch of BS. And I'll go more in depth in the the next episode or two whenever I do that episode. But being in the now, no matter what you might hear from other people who might say certain things that the now is not the most powerful moment. It absolutely is. Right now is the only moment you have. And we as we as humans have had this huge veil pulled over our eyes for so many centuries about time. And, you know, time is really something that we just made up. It's not something that exists. And that's hard, a hard concept for a lot of people to, to grasp. Yes, we have clocks, we have, you know, the sun goes up, the sun comes down. But we've really made up that construct of time. And if you think about it, the only moment that ever really exists is the moment right now. In 10 seconds, that will be a moment of now. It's it's so hard to break your thinking of that. But when you realize the only moment you can make a difference is right now, because that's the only moment you can take action, you'll realize how much power lies in that moment of right now. The past you cannot change. And the past is only a moment of now that was recorded in your memory. And that moment of now is so different for everybody. I mean, you could put 10 people in a room and have them observe something. And that moment of now is different for every single one of them. They will all have a different story in some way, shape, or form. And that's why I chose that book, The Power of Now, because it will really open your eyes to the absolute power that you have in this exact moment and to not let that moment ever pass you by. And you'll let that moment pass you by when you're thinking of certain things that have come up in your life that you regret or dread or I don't want summer to end. I mean, you're not going to stop it. You're not going to make the leaves change from the colors they are going back to green and make it 95, 100 degrees again. It's not going to happen. Unfortunately, there will be a point when that ugly white stuff falls from the sky that some people think is so beautiful. (laughs) You stop thinking it's beautiful because after you've shoveled feet of it, it's no longer pretty. (laughs) That's going to come. I'm I'm fully at peace with that. Love love what comes up. I'm going to learn how to do snowshoeing and cross-country skiing this year. So that's how I'm going to embrace that season. And when you just embrace what shows up, when you love what shows up, that's where the power lies in your life. That's what really will empower you and you'll stop dreading certain things. I mean, having uh, certain... Family events causes a lot of stress with some of us, and the holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving's right around the corner, and Christmas is right after that. And for for me, um, we've always had the same same sort of family gatherings in the last few years, and I have a larger part of my family that I haven't seen because the smaller uh, section of my family typically gets together. And we're going to switch that up this year. I think we're going to go and go to that big family gathering, which again, for me is, is a little difficult being in tight spaces with a lot of people. I'm going to do it. I'm going to embrace it. It's something we haven't done for a while. And think of that with your family the same way. Although you have to do those kind of things with healthy boundaries as well. And that's a whole other episode that I have planned to do is, you know, you don't have to be around certain people, including family members, if it's not a healthy environment. And I've had certain family members where, It is not a healthy environment, and it's not one to be around all the time, and I've had to limit myself from being around those things. But um, I feel I had a place that uh, that I can kind of take on that challenge again and embrace, try and put this whole mindset to action and embrace 
whatever it is, go and go and love whatever might come up on that holiday. <laughs> see how crazy our Thanksgiving dinner can be once again and go see this family that we haven't seen in a while. And like I said, of course, there are certain applications where some of the things that we'll talk about on this podcast don't apply. I mean, there are some challenges in my life that I haven't gone through that I really don't want to go through. And I don't want to talk about them too much because I don't want to manifest them. I don't want to bring them into my life. But I have never really faced major loss of a loved one in my life. And I know that at some point that challenge is going to come, obviously. I have aging family members and um, you know, things happen. That That's life. Those things do happen. I definitely am not looking forward to those things. And some of these things of, of just come what may, you know, love what comes up. I don't think that really can apply to, to losing someone who's a loved one. And I, I don't know how you can love having a serious illness like I had. I think at that time, if someone would have told me, just love where you're at. I'd have been like, are you crazy? Like, how can you love having a life-threatening disease and not know if you're going to make it to see your unborn son? Like, that's that's not really a reasonable expectation of people. But in most circumstances, you can apply this stuff. And like I said, when you're around certain, there's there are certain family members that you can't just love what comes up with them. There's certain people that you can't just love being around um, because they, they can be those energy vampires where they suck the life of it, out of you. But in all reasonableness, I mean, in certain jobs, you can try to love what there is. I mean, if I, if I could learn to love that job that I was in, if I could learn to love law enforcement after nearly two decades of being in that job, not having a, a sort of a, a resonating match to it anymore, and being scared and terrified that I was going to have more sort of mental injuries on top of all the things that I had experienced in my life already. If I could still find something to love about it at a point where I was really at my breaking point, just by changing my perspective and just really looking for those things to like, most of us can do that same exact thing no matter what the situation is, whether it's family members or a job. I mean, a job is one of the biggest things most of us have a ton of dissatisfaction with. We spend more time at our jobs typically than we do with our loved ones. You know, we spend more time at work than we do at home sometimes. Or if we're home, our our waking time at home is definitely less than our waking time at work. So it makes sense to try to find something that you love with it. And it'll help you make it through those days. It'll make you appreciate what you have. I'm in one of those positions right now where the job that I've had is very challenging. I chose it over several other opportunities and it was a rebuilding kind of process. I got hired. I used to be a consultant on the side with some of the stuff that I used to do with museums. And I used to go into places who knew they were messed up and they would hire me as a consultant to come in and fix their stuff. And the place that I've recently gone to had had so many problems that it was it was one of the worst things I had ever seen. And I was, again, hired as someone to come in to fix problems in other places. And it was hard at one point to, to love where I was, to love what I was doing, to love where I was at because of all the problems because it was my job to fix them all. And I still found a way to love it. I had to appreciate where I was. The people that were there on a daily basis kept telling me how thankful they were that I'm there. Like, thank you for, for being here. Thank you for doing what you do. Uh, we've heard such great things about you. Just so many wonderful compliments. And at one point, I didn't really take those compliments in and process them, it, they just kind of fell on deaf ears because of the overwhelming amount of stuff that I, I had to deal with. 
But then, of course, sitting down and talking to my wife about these things, and she says, you know, remember the big piece of advice that you got from Brandon Beecham was, he said, love whatever comes up, love that energy that you're around, and the energy that people are throwing at you is nothing but appreciation. So you need to love that, and she was absolutely right, and I just had to refocus. That's all it took was just a refocusing of my perspective to love where I was and find something to appreciate there. And I think that's probably one of the biggest keys to finding that happy place, to love what does come up, is to find something to appreciate. I found at the end of my day, I try to meditate in the morning and at night. I try to do at least a 20-minute meditation in the morning. Sometimes it's upwards of 30 or 40 minutes. But at night, I try to at least get a 10, 15, sometimes 20-minute meditation in. And before I do... I try to just be appreciative. Even if it was a quote-unquote bad day and there was really nothing to appreciate about the day, I can appreciate the fact that I'm home. I have a home. I have a house over my head. I have a wonderful wife. I have a son that lights me up every time I see him, no matter what his his preteen drama that he likes to start sometimes comes up. But I have all those things. I have a great-paying job. I have my my wits about me. I have, uh, you know, full night's sleep that I can get now. Like all these things. I have I've a roof over my head, food in my stomach, and a lot of great people in my life. And if you can find things to appreciate every single day, it changes the way you approach your days going forward. You start to look for the things to appreciate a little bit more throughout your day. You'll say, oh, well, that's another good thing in my day right there. That lit me up. That is something I enjoy. And if you can do that in other situations that you're in, whether it's your job, just, hey, th- I'm thankful that I actually have a job because being unemployed is one of the worst things ever to wonder how you're going to pay your bills or where your next paycheck is going to come from. Um, I know that from experience. One of the most stressful times in my life was when I was I was unemployed a few years ago and it was in between jobs when we were trying to start up our restaurant. You know, we were kind of hanging out there in space. And I'm appreciative now. Um, I was appreciative when I when I had that police job that I was back in full time, even though I didn't want to be there. I was appreciative that I just had something. And the kids that I was around, all the stuff that I was around, I had so much to appreciate. And if I focused on just the fact that, oh, you got wrapped into that career path that you don't want to be in, I could have beaten that drum and rung that bell, and that's what I've been focused on. But instead, I focused on the job that I did, the impact that I made, the people that appreciated that I was there every day, that I was going to be the one if someone did have bad intentions to come to that school. I was the one everybody looked at for their safety. I made their day seem a little bit safer and more secure because I was there. And the kids that would come to me with their problems and the the kids who I was able to help out with their home problems and stuff – they would come right to my office as soon as they got to school and tell me their problems, like what happened overnight. And you could tell that those kids looked forward to that opportunity as soon as they got to that school that was right where they went first. So you know that that was something that was on their mind all day. It was the person that they were looking forward to to talk to. How could you not appreciate those kinds of things? Like I can think of certain things that I had in courses of my jobs that – help me appreciate portions of it when a whole lot of other parts were parts that I didn't like. I mean, at one of my previous jobs, I had the ability to, I was a salaried employee. I had the ability to go to the gym anytime I wanted to. I could make my own hours. I could bring my kid to work. Um, you know, and some of the people that I worked with were great people and I was surrounded by, you know, valuable collections of artwork. I mean, people pay to get into these places and I could walk anywhere I wanted to behind the scenes 
you know, and my wife, she's been in tough work situations as well, but she's made the best out of it because she's had a lot of time off. She's been there for quite a few years. She's got great coworkers that she has a wonderful time with, even though the work environment gets tough. It's still a, a work environment that she can appreciate because the people she works with are worth appreciating. And back to the part where we were talking about the holidays that can be a difficult time of year for a lot of people. It can bring a lot of joy for a lot of people, but can also be a very difficult time for some people. If they're not able to travel home for the holidays because they're they're away from where the rest of their family is, they're away from home, um, you're a student or you've traveled for work or you've just moved away, it can be kind of a difficult time period if you have to spend the holidays alone or maybe even if you don't have family anymore and it's a difficult time of year because of that. Those are all sticking points that lead to significant dissatisfaction and depression and stuff around this time of year. Obviously, reach out for counseling help anytime some of those types of feeling comes up. Even if you're not feeling harmful towards yourself or anything, just reach out for professional help so you can just talk to somebody. You know, Maybe somebody can give you some helpful tips on how you might be able to work through that. That is something we also offer at livethislife.org is part of the life coaching to get through some of these portions of the holidays and do something that may help you get some joy instead of the opposite around that time period. Everybody should be able to be happy around every time period, but there are some certain sticking points and certain memories that get flared up around this time of year for all certain different types of people. And it always helps to talk to someone who can sort of look at the, the, situation you're in from a different perspective, the perspective of an overview, and maybe give you a little bit of guidance on what might help you gain a little bit of joy. So if that sounds like something you might benefit from, uh, check out the website at livethislife.org, or you can also email me confidentially at connect at livethislife.org. I guess the, the, the key to what I'm trying to say as far as appreciating whatever does come up is the experience of life in and of itself is something that's unique. My own personal view on sort of the cycles of life and where we come from and where we go, maybe where we come from before this life and where we go afterwards. I've come to believe through a lot of different philosophies and in ancient teachings and all that kind of stuff that I kind of feel like we come here with a purpose. You know, what Einstein says about energy is that energy can't be um, deleted or destroyed. It can just be transferred. So, I mean, we, our energy, as far as our soul of, of what energizes us, what our consciousness is, comes from somewhere and it has to go somewhere when it leaves here. And my own personal belief is that we, we come here for some sort of a reason. We have this sort of predetermined life path of things that maybe we need to learn, like that's something that our soul kind of needs to, to gather, like a snowball that's going downhill. And it needs certain life experiences or, or karmas to experience, to move move on or move through in life to advance. And we kind of pick a particular life path or situation before we come here and we move in that direction and that's what attracts the lifestyle that we end up having and it's 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 a tough concept because there are still even with me it's it's one that i'm buying into but like i said before 
I don't buy into something 100% until I find 100% evidence to, to believe it more than not. But this is one of the things that makes the most sense to me because I've had a lot of recurring life themes. Like I seem to have the, the recurring theme where I have to stand up for people who don't have a voice of their own or I've had to go up against some, some tough, challenging characters in my life. I constantly have that to what I'm trying to say as far as appreciating whatever does come up is the experience of life in and of itself is something that's unique. My own personal view on sort of the cycles of life and where we come from and where we go, maybe where we come from before this life and where we go afterwards. I've come to believe through a lot of different philosophies and in ancient teachings and all that kind of stuff that I kind of feel like we come here with a purpose. You know, what Einstein says about energy is that energy can't be um, deleted or destroyed. It can just be transferred. So, I mean, we, our energy, as far as our soul of, of what energizes us, what our consciousness is, comes from somewhere and it has to go somewhere when it leaves here. And my own personal belief is that we, we come here for some sort of a reason. We have this sort of predetermined life path of things that maybe we need to learn, like that's something that our soul kind of needs to, to gather, like a snowball that's going downhill. And it needs certain life experiences or, or karmas to experience, to move move on or move through in life to advance. And we kind of pick a particular life path or situation before we come here and we move in that direction and that's what attracts the lifestyle that we end up having and it's it's it's, it's a tough concept because there are still even with me it's it's one that I'm buying into but like I said before I don't buy into something 100% until I find 100% evidence to to believe it more than not but this is one of the things that makes the most sense to me because I've had a lot of recurring life themes. Like I seem to have the the recurring theme where I have to stand up for people who don't have a voice of their own or I've had to go up against some some tough, challenging characters in my life. I constantly have that recurring character that I have to, to muster the courage to stand up in a big way against them and, and sort of stand up for the little guy or be someone's voice or the protector. And that's come up so many times in my life. But we have to think of when those situations come up, why are they coming up? What is it that we're needing for that life experience? What is our, what is our soul yearning because it's magnetized this particular situation to us? I mean, I'm hopeful that in the future I don't have a significant loss in my life because it's one I haven't experienced. But who knows? You know, I'm sure at some point, I mean, having, you know, your parents get older and they age, I'm sure that's going to be a tough loss at some point for me. Um, you have to you have to still appreciate everything that does come up, whether you have that challenging job, whether you have a challenging relationship, a sickness, all the different things that can pop up. You have to try to appreciate it. And when you're going through the situation, I'll tell you that right from, from my own personal experience is that you cannot see what the value of it is when you're going through it. It's almost impossible. So it's not even worth trying. It's almost sometimes like we just have to keep our head above water, like that parable I told about the monk going down river. He only bobbed to the surface to take a breath and didn't bother putting up a fight to try and swim. And everybody thought he was dead. They just, they didn't see any life out of him. But what he was doing was just letting the current 
bounce him around underwater. And when he felt the moment of the, the river letting go of its pull, he'd go to the surface, take the breath that he needed, and would get pulled right back down. But in the end, after the rapids subsided, he was able to put his feet down on the, the ground and stand up. And sometimes that's just what this survival mechanisms need to be in us to make it through those tough situations, those things that come up. And afterwards, it makes it easier to appreciate them because we can step back with a clear head and a full night's sleep. Usually that's the biggest thing that keeps us um, from, from gaining good traction on the things that happen in our life. But you manage to look at a situation once you're long through the fire and you can look back on it and say, wow, like when, like I talked about when you climb the mountain, you know, you're climbing the mountain, you're going through the woods, your, your legs are burning and everything. And you get to the top and you're able to look at the view. It's the same kind of thing. You just can't see the view through the forest that's on the mountain sometimes. And it's sometimes it is hard to appreciate the things that come up when they're coming up. But looking at the perspective of the things that are constantly in your life, and if you just try to look at some of the the things that might be something worth appreciating in your life while you're going through something, like I said, it will make the hard situations you go through in life easier to deal with and you'll find out that that becomes an ongoing pattern in your life that leads to so much more life satisfaction so with that i'm going to wrap up this episode i am going to go enjoy the rest of the fall afternoon that i have with my family i hope that you get out and do something yourself being out and about and active is just one of the best ways to shake off any any rust, any blues you might have. I mean, when your blood is pumping and you're you're out outside, no matter where you are, if you live in the city, you can always get out to the parks and stuff. Um, but being with the people, uh, being around people and being out in nature, just doing things that um, don't involve just sitting in front of a screen somewhere are the things that kind of make us feel the most alive. Shake up your surroundings and do something a little bit different. Take that trip out to crowded witch town where everybody's dressed in crazy costumes and things are overpriced and you have to wait in line for an hour and a half just for the experience of feeling alive why not right go and do it it's worth it so i'm gonna get out of here and i will leave you with a song by soul rising titled spirit got swag off of the chill out sessions until next time everybody keep living (laughs) 